you know, you know, minding my own business, trying to do my own stuff, and picking out my email, and Ed and Nancy send me a Trojan virus on my computer. Was that very nice? No. If you get anything from Nancy or Ed that has this little, uh, it's called Pretty Park or whatever, and has those little miserable South Park figures, delete it immediately because it's a virus and it just keeps sending things around and around and around. So, just so you know, get rid of it. Not that because Nancy or Ed just send bad things, but we can go and get things without knowing it, and it becomes one of these little, it appears to be one thing and it takes on to be something else, huh? That's what sin does, huh? It appears to be one way, and it really infiltrates us and kills us. If it kills my computer, we're going to have some problems here with the parish. But anyway, but it can go and slowly start to kill us, huh? It infiltrates us. And so what we need to do at every Lent, we are called to look at our sin, to look at the patterns of death in our life, and root them out at the core. Now, the way we do this is we allow ourselves, as it says, a uh, hundred thousand times, I'm going to go into it with you again. But if you have your Bibles, if it's not underlined, shame on you. In, Korean, in Galatians 2.19, you all have it by far right now, right? Galatians 2, 19, 18 and following says, I have been crucified with Christ. Now, if you and I have been crucified with Christ, that's nice. But you know what? I have been looking at my life and there is a lot in me that still needs to be crucified. I have been crucified with Christ. The life I live now is not my own. It's Christ who lives within me. I still live my human life, yes, but it's the life of faith, the, the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. And so what happens in Lent, that though we have been crucified with Christ, though we've most of us here, I would imagine, have come to our initial conversion, when I look at my life, there are still things in my life that I have not yet been crucified with Christ in they still are the things that I live with for me. And that's when I decide, you know, if you, listen, if, you, if you watch the gospel today, or listen to the gospel, watch the gospel, if you listen to the gospel in Matthew 6, it talks about here the three traditional practices in the faith for Lent. Huh? It starts off with being your guard, performing religious acts for people to see, almsgiving. The first thing. The second thing, that starts with chapter 6, verse 1, and it talks about, you know, going on. The first from 6, 1 to uh, verse 4, it talks about keeping your deeds of mercy secret, almsgiving. The second thing is on verse 5, it starts about prayer. When you pray, and it tells you how to pray. The third thing is fasting, and that starts at verse 16. I always thought this is so funny to read this on uh, Ash Wednesday, because right after we say, wash your faces and go around, don't pretend everybody know you're fasting, what do we do? We take some nice ashes and we throw them on your face so the whole world can see you're a Catholic and that you have all these things. Look at me, I'm fasting today. I haven't a clue why we do that. You know, but it's one of those paradoxes, huh? In dying you have life, so after it says not to do it, we go ahead and do it. It's an act of humility, I take it, huh? But what happens today, I want to explain it if you have it, if you wonder why we do what we do. We're going to take this dirt. It's really uh, a palm that's been burned from Palm Sunday. 
except I know a parish, I won't use it, that actually used uh, things from the bottom of a crematorium, but I don't want to go into that much. Oh, anyway, that's really getting to ashes, huh? But they take these uh, palms, if you will, and they burn them down. And then you come up, and I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to say, remember that you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. Now, that comes from the third chapter of Genesis. Huh? After man had sinned, God said, now from now on you will work for the food that you have by the brow, and you will go back to the earth from which you came, because you are dirt or you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. So it's kind of like a humility thing. Humility means from the earth. It's an act of humility. Now what happens here when we take this, it's very commonplace. It's dirt. It's ashes. And it says, hey, remember who you are. But this isn't without hope because what we're going to do is we'll take this and we'll put it on your head in the sign of a cross. And to put this on the sign, your head on the sign of a cross means that you are redeemed dust. You are loved dust. That when you allow yourself to be crucified with Christ, you're a dust that's going to live forever. Because when we look at the second reading today, and it goes back to in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, it says, He who knew no sin became sin that we might become the very righteousness of God. Huh? What does this mean? It means that he who knew nothing of dust became dust to save us. So today, though, God looks at us and says, remember that you are dust. We can look at him now and say in Jesus, remember because of your love for us, you became dust too. And you are one with us. And so what we do is we are together. Jesus comes and dies with us, and we go and die with him. That's the symbolism. He came and became like me, so I can come and unite myself with him through death. We can all live in resurrection. And the way we do that is through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And that's what you've got to be looking at when you're deciding what you're going to do for Lent. Please, if I ask you what you're going to do, don't you sit there and say, Oh, Father, I gave up candy. <laughs> oh, you know, he gave up his life and you gave up candy. Woo! Candy is one of the small things we can do. And we all, that's for my little children in second grade. I gave up candy, Father. You should be giving up a little bit more. It should kill you, whatever you're giving up. I mean, kill you. If candy's one of the things, that's good. It better not be the main one. If it's candy, it better be candy and Pepsi and all bunch of other things. And then, but my main thing I'm giving up, Father, is what is your core sin? Is it gossiping? Give up talking. Is it lust? Give up TV, because that'll incite your lust. Is it wasting time? Then make sure you put quality time in God and say, God, you're going to get this time I usually waste. Is it selfishness? Then you make it a thing that every day during Lent you're going to do something unselfish at least once for that day. Is it little things that I'm always living for doing it my way? Then make an act of humility by saying you're sorry to somebody at least once a day. It could be something as simple as a little flower did with sacrifice beads. Huh? What she would do is she'd have ten beads, and every morning she'd start off and say, okay, I'm going to do ten things today to die to myself. And she'd walk through the hall, and there might be a piece of paper everybody else passed a thousand times, and she'd pick it up, move a bead. She did a sacrifice. She was with somebody and they were all gossiping about how they couldn't stand the other sister and she wanted to join in. 
She kept her mouth shut. Another sacrifice. You'd go home today and there's one piece of pie left and your husband or wife wants it or your kids really like it, but you're really hungry right now. You decide not to have it. Another sacrifice. Other little things, a way of dying to self. It's really those things. But what is it when we come to really think about what am I going to do for Lent? What really needs to happen, first of all, that I have to die to? And of course, sin. The second thing I need to be doing is, what extra can I be doing? I'd encourage most of you, and everyone can probably do this, to get the daily mass. You just went today. You know, today is not a holy day of obligation. You didn't have to come today. Isn't that nice? You came because you wanted to. Well, you can do it every day now for the next 40 days. We have mass every day at 7 o'clock. You want to do something even more? You want to really die? How about waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning and coming to pray with us at 6? First thing we do at St. Luke's every morning, Monday through Friday, we say the rosary. A great way to start your day is on your knees before our Blessed Lady. 6 o'clock we say the rosary. Right after that we go into the prayer of the church, which is the prayer we pray for the whole church. At 6.20, 6.30, we have a half hour of uh, quiet meditation. 7 o'clock we have Mass. You know you want, you want to die? Wake up early. <laughs> It'll kill you. And do it for God. You know, that's a good thing. What are you waking up for? Who do you wake up for? You wake up for work, you wake up for school, or do you wake up for God? Uh, what do you wake up for? What gets your attention? A good thing to do is to do that for God. Make sure, okay, so that's fasting, those things. Praying, make sure you're doing some extra prayer. Spending time with the scripture every day. Spending time in, uh, at the rosary, if you haven't said the rosary every day. Doing a divine mercy chaplet. Reading and writing in your scriptures. Journaling. Finally, almsgiving. What are you doing for the poor consistently? I don't care if it's something as simple as taking a dollar every day when you go to church and putting it in a poor basket. Or there's 40 days of Lent, so you take 40 bucks and you're going to give it one dollar for each day. Or do one of those rice bowl things where you take it. Or take and decide this Lent you're going to start something because Lent's a good practice to do something you're going to do for the rest of your life. Go and adopt a child. We have people, uh, you know, I belong to the uh, CFCA. CFCA is a Christian organization which is Catholic-run. It takes care of elderly and it takes care of young children in a poor country. You know, there's lots of places you can do that. So what are we going to do in this thing to grow spiritually with Jesus, to deny myself and die with Christ, and take care of the poor? Those are the three things that he calls us to do today in the gospel. And all of those are ways that I can be united with him because that's what Jesus did for me. He left heaven, he reached out to the poor, and guess who's poor? Me. He denied himself on the cross for me. And he spent long hours of prayer to the Father for me. And so what happens is Lent, I do everything for him and then thus am transformed you got it you get it good may each of you know his love today and forever amen